Good morning, Angela Yee. She is on vacation. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It is Friday. What up, Toronto? What's happening? We here. We made it. That's right. It's a Friday. The end of the week. I didn't know how October was going to show out. Didn't know how October was going to show up. But it has. Yes. Because the president, Donald Trump, and his wife, Melania Trump, allegedly have caught in that Rona. That's right. They allegedly. Got, allegedly have coronavirus, yes. We'll I talk say about allegedly. that more than the front page. But, we'll yeah, talk they about they have uh, coronavirus. So, um... Because I got a few thoughts. And one oh of those boy. thoughts is the reason I'm saying allegedly. Okay. But keep in mind, I'm a conspiracy theorist raised mm. on a dirt road in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Okay. So I don't believe right. much until I see it for myself firsthand. That's not true. Donald you Trump would see, have to, huh? You ain't you, see, you don't see you ain't see Bigfoot. You believe in Bigfoot. You ain't see aliens, and you believe in aliens. First of all, first of all, I have seen aliens. I've been visited by extraterrestrials Sas- uh, a number of times. First of all, I've no, I've been visited by extraterrestrials a number of times. I've been okay. abducted. I've woken up with uh, cuts on both legs in the same places. I've witnessed flying saucers for myself. Um, Sasquatch is not hard to believe. It's just a primate in the woods, sir. Okay, just like you got big primates in the jungle, it's just a primate in the woods. That's all. I definitely believe us Sasquatch existed at some point. Maybe not so much now, but at some point. Nope. Any other questions? No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no other questions. And everything you just named is way more believable than uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump catching the corona. But we'll discuss. Goodness. All right. Well, Reverend Al Sharpton will be joining us this morning. Reverend Al, the good Reverend Al, he's got a new book out called um, Rise Up, A Country at a Crossroads. That's right. So we'll kick it with Reverend Al Sharpton. And let's get the show cracking. Front page news, like Charlemagne said, the president and his wife allegedly has coronavirus. We'll talk about it when we come back to Don't Move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was new music, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Young Thug. It's called Don't Stop. New music. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in NBA, congratulations to Doc Rivers. You know he just left left the Los Angeles Clippers, but now it seems like he's agreeing to be the next head coach for the Philadelphia 76ers. That's a great job. I'm happy to see that. Mediocre white coaches get uh, jobs in the NBA quite easily all the time. It's good to see Doc Rivers, Mm -hmm. who's an above mediocre coach, Mm -hmm. uh, get a job. So So congratulations to him. Also, tonight at Mm -hmm. 9 o'clock, the Lakers take on the Heat. That will be game two of the finals. Of course, the Lakers lead 1-0. That's at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Did I read somewhere that the NBA Finals game one was the lowest NBA Finals in NBA history? Is that true? Or was that just somebody making something up to throw some smut on LeBron James' name? Mm, I read that somewhere. I don't know. 
Well, your president, Donald Trump, it looks like he has coronavirus. It seems like him and his wife will be quarantining because they got uh, coronavirus from an aide. Now, I don't know if you remember this uh, a couple of months oh, ago. But he talked about coronavirus and how he thought it was, uh, I guess, a hoax. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. And this is their new hoax. Yeah, this is their new hoax, but now he got it. So what, what well, do you think, Charlamagne? I know you, 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 uh, <laughs> you got an idea about this. What, is, what does Charlamagne think? What does Lenard think? I have a few thoughts. First of all, come through October. Drop on the clues bombs for October. Okay? Mm-hmm. I knew the season finale of 2020 was going to be good. Uh, I knew October was sitting back watching, like, how can I make a splash in 2020? These other months been showing out. Let me see what I can do. So this is a good little move for October, right? Second, I'm not about to be happy that Trump and Melania got corona. I will never celebrate something happening to a person that I don't want to happen to me and mine. Third, the conspiracy theorist in me simply doesn't believe it. All right, mm-hmm. Donald Trump would have to pass away from COVID in order for me to believe he's got it. I just feel like this is his way of changing the headlines from his terrible debate showing. Uh, gives him 14 days to not campaign. Nice excuse to not be in the press. Keeps mm-hmm. the bad headlines down. Um, and, you know, this is a good one. Trump and Melania catch the Rona. Trump allegedly, Trump allegedly, pay attention, takes a coronavirus vaccine. On national TV, he's all of a sudden, well, gives the illusion to the American public that the vaccine is safe. He's one of the first to try it. Millions of people line up to take the vaccine. That's what I think. Okay. I I literally just woke up and just those are the first thoughts that came to my head. All right. Well, Melania Trump, she says, too many, uh, as too many Americans have done this year, POTUS and I are quarantining at home after testing positive for COVID-19. We are feeling good. I have postponed all upcoming engagements. Please be sure you are staying safe and we will get through this together. And if they really do have it, uh, they earned it because they weren't out there wearing masks. They weren't out there social distancing. You know, they out there throwing rallies. They shaking hands. They kissing babies. They're doing everything that the experts tell us not to do. So well, if they do have it, they earned it. But well, Donald Trump is I, 74 years old and Melania that's is all? 50. Yeah, what do you think he was? I thought he was late 70s. Either way, I don't believe it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't believe it. Like, like I said, Trump would have to pass away from COVID in order for me to believe it. I just really feel like this is his way of changing the headlines from that terrible debate showing are it's his way of getting everybody to line up for the vaccine. Because, mm. you know, now he can allegedly take a coronavirus vaccine on national TV, make a big show about it. All of a sudden, he's well. Gives the American gives the illusion to the American public that this vaccine is safe, and he's one of the first to try it. So it's okay for you to get. Next thing you know, millions of Americans are lining up to get that goddamn COVID nineteen vaccine hmm. early. Yep. All right. Well, Donald Trump also was on Hannity and condemned white supremacists. I have to say, I've said it many times, and let me be clear again: I condemn the KKK. I condemn all white supremacists. I condemn the Proud Boys. I don't know much about the Proud Boys, almost nothing, but I condemn that. But he should condemn also Antifa. Antifa is a horrible group of people. They kill people. And it doesn't really matter now. You know what I mean? You got to do it when it counts. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you, if you, if you ever got caught cheating and your woman confronts you and she already knows, but you lie, 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 lie. And then when you finally find out, everybody knows you're cheating. You're like, look, I got a confession to make. I got caught. You know it was I mean? me. Yeah. Yeah. Too late. All right. 
Well, that is your front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible night, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm call, calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tisha from Texas. Hey, Tisha, hey, Tisha from Texas. TFT. <laughs> okay, I don't believe Donald Trump has the coronavirus. Me neither. I do not believe that. I believe that he's trying to, A, get out of that other debate that he had. I just think he's trying to defer everything that we're thinking right now and those tapes that came out about Melania yesterday. Like, mm. it's, it's a whole big thing that nobody's liking them even more now. So, oh, poor me, I have coronavirus. And I was today years old when I found out that Angie Stone sings the theme to girlfriends. Come on now. I might have to take your black heart, at least for 30 days. You're supposed to know things like this. Today, I just found this because I watched Are you serious? Today, today, when I kept saying, that voice sounds familiar. Today, years old. Yes, Columbia. But see, I'm from from, uh, South Carolina. You know, I I lived in Columbia. That's where Angie Stone is from. So I, you know, I follow all things Angie Stone. But but I definitely knew that was Angie Stone years ago. Did you know Solange did the the, uh, intro for The Proud Family? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I got that. Okay. But today years old for Angie Stone, so, oh, my God. I'm happy today. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, I do. And I love y'all. Love you too, Tisha from Texas. Love you back. Thank you so much. (laughs) Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Bobby from Louisville, Kentucky, man. What's going on? Bobby, what's What's up? What's happening? Nothing much, fellas. But uh, I want to get off my chest that I feel like we need to be more empowered to take our homeboys' keys. When we've been drinking, man, Wednesday night, we was watching the Lakers game, and everybody was drinking. We was having a great time building. And uh, we left. My homeboy, he was behind me. He took it upon himself to go around me. Ended up crashing into a ditch. I had to pull him out of the car, bro. He got, like, four broken ribs, a punctured lung. Mm. I could have lost my man that night. All because, I don't know if it's ego or pride, but we don't take it that next level to say, no, you need to stay, dog. Like, you too drunk. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's wild. It's wild to me. I agree with you, and it's wild to me that people still drink and drive in 2020 with Uber and Lyft and everything else. Like you should know when you've had too much to drink. Absolutely, and and like you said, it's too much pride. Sometimes you gotta be like, nah, B, you drunk, nah, nah, because everybody gonna be like, nah, I'm good, nah. Give me your keys for a second, bro. Crazy. I told him that. I said, yo, you know you can stay here. We at my we at my brother's house. We all brothers. You know we friends, but we brothers. I'm like, you know you can stay here. He's like, I'm good, and we've done it a thousand times before. But we could have lost him at night, man. Off of Absolutely. some some silly foolishness. Yeah. And you you'd have felt so bad because you know that man was drunk when he left the house. Mm-hmm. It's one thing when somebody leaves and they look. Yeah, I'm good, and they look pretty all right. But when you know somebody drunk and you let them go anyway, Lord have mercy, you'd have been kicking your ass for the rest of the for the rest of your life. Absolutely. True story. True story, man. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad he's not dead, man. But next time, you know to take that man's keys. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. We're taking your calls. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Sam. Hey, get it off your chest. 
I just wanted to agree with Charlemagne about uh, Donald Trump. That's all. Oh, you don't think he got coronavirus? You think he's using this as a ploy to to get the American people I to feel bad for him? Do. Absolutely, do don't feel bad. Yeah, I think it's uh, all a conspiracy theory. I think that he's using this to take away headlines from all the bad press he got, uh, give him 14 days to not campaign, you know, nice excuse to not be in the press. And I, I honestly think that he's going to take a coronavirus vaccine on national TV, all of a sudden be well and give the illusion to the American people that this, this vaccine that they've rushed out is safe. I agree. I absolutely agree. Okay. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Ariana. <laughs> Hey, Ariana. Hey, Ariana. Hey, y'all. I just want hey, to y'all, what's because today is my 23rd birthday. Happy birthday. Michael Jordan, yeah. That's you know right. Michael Jordan is? Yes. <laughs> okay, just making sure. You're 23. You can't tell nowadays. All right. Yes, okay. 23. What you got planned? I would like, um, um well, I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to go um, out to eat at this seafood place tonight. Okay. Um, all that. I gotta take pictures. Follow me on Instagram at Ariana Dalio Music because I'm an up and coming artist. I'm a rapper, female rapper. Okay. Let me hear all something right. for your 23rd. Let me see if I can get you on the right path for your new year. Okay. Um, hit me up. You know that I don't freaking miss you. Dehydrated style. Y'all can't fix that issue. And got no time for. Or they DM in my DM, begging me to answer questions. No girl, I don't F and see him. And check your n not at me with this Cause I don't f with fake ass baller. Got like two or three gifts. Your landlord already called you, got on waiting for rent. But yet you coming at me over brand, give you a cent. It's crazy, it don't faze me. No, these chicks is dumb. You had his baby, he got lazy, now you stuck with a bum. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What do you think, Charlotte? Um, you know, I think that you should have some other plans lined up for your life. Happy you know birthday. what I mean? Just happy um, birthday. Be part of the birthday. Is there anything else you want to do in life other than rap? Oh, boy. I'm going to be a rapper, point blank, so. That's it? Nothing right. else? Just putting all your eggs in that one rap basket, huh? Well, you have a great birthday, man. You just enjoy that birthday. Don't worry about anything else tonight. Ariana, Danielle, music for more. Just think that... I just want you to know this is your Jordan year. I want you to think about the first time Jordan won a championship and he went up in the air and he had his, the ball in his right hand, but then at the last minute he switched it to his left hand and that's when he made the shot. If he'd have kept the ball in his right hand, he might not have made that shot and won that championship. So just think about that in your life, in your rap career, okay? You might just want to switch hands midair. That's all. That's it. Why are you? <laughs> okay, well, thank you for your response anyway. And, and you keep working on it. And you enjoy Long John Silver tonight, okay? She didn't say Long John Silver, you ass. She said she's going to get yeah, some she seafood. Did. No, she didn't say Long John Silver. She's going to a nice, fancy restaurant. Don't look, don't look her. like that. She didn't say no damn Long John, Long Silver. John Silver. She said Red Lobster. Stop it. Get it off your chest. Lobster. Nothing. I like the biscuits. They go. Oh. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time now. We got rumors on the way. We'll tell you about Dr. Dre. Uh, he did all right in court yesterday. We'll tell you all about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now, Dr. Dre just won a battle in court. The judge in their divorce case just rejected his wife's Nicole request for $1.5 million to pay for various expenses, including security and other costs. And the judge also rejected her request to uh, accelerate her claim that Dre should pay $5 million for her lawyer fees and costs. Look at God. 
Look at God. I mean, there's no way. I don't care how rich you are, what your lifestyle is, was. There's just no way to justify $1.5 million a month and whatever it is, especially when you look at the breakdown. Is that the one that we saw that had the breakdown for like the 100000 in charity mm-hmm. yep. and 900000 in entertainment? Come on, man. It's a million dollars right there. Yeah, so she's also Nicole, which is Dr. Dre's wife, of course. She said that she needs money for security because she's been receiving death threats. They said the money would also go up for expenses. They said uh, people are commenting under her post and under post saying if she dies, she dies. And for a small fee, she can disappear. So she is very concerned and she wants extra security. Well, the block button is free. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, I don't take any threat lightly, but that's just social media. Seriously, Mm -hmm. we we have to start... You know, I, I, like I said, take every threat seriously, but that is just social media. That's what mm-hmm. they do on social media. I've been getting death threats for a decade now. Right. Literally. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Uh, also, Amazon, if you're working for Amazon, you might have to be extra, extra safe. Now, Amazon is dropping some alarming stats. They're saying that uh, nearly 20,000 people, they believe, caught COVID-19 working at Amazon. They said... March 1st to September 19th, 19,816 employees were either presumed or confirmed to have contracted the coronavirus. That's out of the roughly 1.37 million people that work at Amazon and Whole Foods. So a lot now, of Is this a are, rumor or is this a true story? Um, true story. Because I think sometimes, I, I can't tell because this is rumor report. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be rumors. Right, it's supposed to be rumors, but this is coming straight from TMZ, and TMZ is saying that uh, Amazon workers uh, have more than 19,000 cases of coronavirus. Okay. Well, that's why you got to wash your hands when you get your Amazon packages. Well, that's, exactly, Amazon packages. that's exactly what I thought about when I, I heard this thing. I was like, well, you definitely got to wash your hands. And lastly, shout to Consequence, right? Did you know Consequence was dealing with lupus? I didn't know until he posted it on Instagram the other day. Yeah. And he got so- diabetes. So Consequence, if you don't know Consequence, of course, he's an artist. used to be on Love & Hip Hop. He's a writer for Kanye West. He posted a picture of himself, his son, and his, uh, I don't know if that's his wife or his girlfriend, at his son's birthday party. He was 113 pounds, and people were body shaming him. So he left this message. He said, I was body shamed when I posted this picture on the 17th of August. I was 113 pounds, and some ass peeps said I look like an old junkie. He says, lupus and diabetes have been kicking my ass for seven months straight. But oddly enough, I was uh, getting better as of two weeks before. I was 105 pounds, and my sugar was in the 500 from being on steroids. I was being determined to wish my son a happy birthday, so I made it out however I looked. And he talks about it. He said he thought lupus was a predominantly uh, affected by black women, but he said the disease knocked him on his ass, and now he's letting men know that uh, they should be aware too. He said this is the same disease that killed uh, Fife Dog. And he said somebody else, too. I can't find it. But he said it's very, very serious. And he says he has to he has to take care of his body. Yeah, consequence, my man. I remember that picture. Um, I honestly just thought he was newly vegan, you know. But mm. I, send, I send nothing but positive energy, love, and light to consequence because that's my man. He's a good brother. And I wish him a speedy recovery. I want him to be here, you know, to, to, to watch his son grow and evolve his son gets busy too yeah his son raps his son gets busy yeah cons hits me all the time but uh his new post he posted something new uh about a couple of days ago and he gained a lot more weight he's looking way more healthier so i guess he's battling it the right way and he's doing way way better so shout the consequence i think he got a project dropping too it's called um things are different now Mm. i think 
Unless okay. he's just using that as a hashtag to talk about how this is the second act of his life. But I think, I'm pretty sure he got a project dropping. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about Donald Trump. He has the coronavirus. Also, uh, two more black individuals uh, beaten by the police. We'll tell you all about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The Travis Scott meal just dropped at McDonald's featuring the juicy quarter pounder burger with lettuce, pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard, and bacon. All with medium fries and a drink for just six bucks. Don't forget the barbecue sauce. Price and participations may vary. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Let's get some front page news. Now, uh, congratulations to Doc Rivers. Now, Doc Rivers agreed to a five-year deal with the 76ers after leaving the Clippers just a day ago. So congratulations to him. He got a new job right away. That's good because all those mediocre white coaches always get jobs right away, and they go from team to team like Mike D'Antoni. So uh, I'm glad Doc Rivers got another gig that fast. All right. And also in the NBA, of course, game two is tonight. The Lakers versus the Heat. Lakers lead that series 1-0. Game two is tonight at 9 p.m. And game three. Street saying we sit in courtside game three, right? That's right. Game three, we are sitting courtside. It's the virtual seat, so we'll be at Sunday's game courtside, which is going to be pretty How does that work? Shout out to Miami, 103.5, the beat in Miami. What do you mean, how does that work? You don't know? I can't sit through no whole game on no Zoom now. Well, you you have it up on your Zoom, and then you have it up on your TV, so, you know, you can watch on both. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. But I don't want to sit next to you. I wonder if they're going to put me next to you, because I don't want to sit next to you. I'm sure they will. Nah, I'm going to do like this. You going to do what? See, what, what's wrong? You can't. I'm going to do this to your <laughs> ear. <laughs> See, you can't. On TV, that. I can't wait. Kiss cam. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Virtual kiss cam. Now, Donald Trump and his wife, Melania, looks like allegedly they have COVID-19, coronavirus. You said you don't believe it? Why not? I don't believe it. I don't know if uh, you guys... For, uh, well, D- Donald Trump would have to die from complications of COVID in order for me to believe he had it. God forbid he passes from COVID, though, because I don't wish death on anyone. Uh, and I'm not a, I'm not about to be happy that Trump and Melania got corona. I would never celebrate something happening to a person that I don't want to happen to me and mine. But I don't I don't believe he has it. Well, she said, as too many Americans have done this year, POTUS and I are quarantining at home after testing positive for COVID-19. We are feeling good. I have postponed all upcoming engagements. Please be sure you are staying safe, and we will all get through this together. I just feel like this is his way of changing the headlines from his uh, terrible debate showing. Gives him 14 days to not campaign. Nice excuse to not be in the press. They probably won't do the next debate. Keeps the bad headlines down. And, you know, I think that they're going to allegedly uh, take a coronavirus vaccine, one of them value menu vaccines that they're rushing out. They're going to take one of them vaccines on national TV and all of a sudden get better. And it'll give the illusion to the American public that the vaccine is safe. He'll look like a hero because he's one of the first to try it. Millions will line up to take the vaccine. And boom, microchips for all of y'all. Right in time for goddamn Thanksgiving. My goodness. Well, this is what he said uh, when he talked about it before. He said coronavirus was a hoax. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. And this is their new hoax. Yeah, so I guess it's not a hoax if he got it. Now, he also condemned white supremacy on Hannity as well. Listen, Listen to this. I have to say, I've said it many times, and let me be clear again, I condemn the KKK. I condemn all white supremacists, 
I condemn the Proud Boys. I don't know much about the Proud Boys, almost nothing, but I condemn that. But he should condemn also Antifa. Antifa is a horrible group of people. They kill people. See, now his base can't even be mad at him for condemning white supremacy because he can say he's sick. He can say he's sick, he's running a fever, wasn't feeling well, or was saying anything. He didn't really, really mean to saying. condemn it. He just didn't know what he was saying. So it's, 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 it's all a great plot and plan and ploy and right. a hoax. I don't believe it. And also, uh, we have to talk about Ronald Green. Now, Ronald Green is a black person. He's a black man from Louisiana. They said he died from. They said he died from injuries from a car crash. Uh, That was that was the reports. Well, it seems like new audio shows that he didn't die from a car crash and that cops beat him (gasps) to death. Do you mean police lied about something? Really? Police? Oh, got the audio. I'm gonna have to play it. Oh my god! I'm not looking. All right, well, let me read it to you because I know it's kind of hard to understand. Now, that was the officer Hollingsworth. Why are you doing this? Why are we, why are said, we traumatizing people this morning? Because people, people need to know that, that that police lie and that people lie. And we, and we need to we know, know that. We are clear. He says, I beat White people the ever-living F out of him, choked him and everything else, trying to get him under control. We finally got him in, hun- in handcuffs. When a third man got there and the son of a itch was still fighting, they were still wrestling with him, trying to hold him down. He was spitting blood everywhere. Then all of a sudden, he just went limp. But they said he died where, from his, uh, you know, injuries from his car crash. Now, where is this war on cops y'all keep talking about? Because every day that we come on this radio for years now, all we're telling you is stories about how cops are abusing their power against civilians. And cops are doing things like how they did to Ronald Green. I saw the other young lady that they had handcuffed upside down in the backseat of the car yesterday, and she started, you know, screaming about not wanting to be black and calling the officer master and all kind of stuff. What was her name? Are you talking about Shanti Kelly, the young lady that was hogtied, you mean? Shanti Kelly, yes. Yeah, Shanti Kelly. Kelly. So where's this war on cops y'all keep talking about? Because I don't see it. I see a war on civilians from cops, but I don't see no war on cops happening. Yeah. It's very few and far between when we come in here and report a story about a police officer, you know, being just randomly attacked by a civilian. The last one was the, the two officers Compton. in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's just like, I don't I don't know this war on cops y'all speak of, but I definitely see the cops abusing their power against black people in this country every goddamn day. Now, the officer who spoke out is now dead uh, from a single car accident. People believe it was most likely a suicide after this came out. Oh, so he couldn't live with himself. All right, that's what they believe. So we'll say allegedly. And that is your front page news. All right. On a Friday, right. bro. Yeah, I know. That's I know. On a Friday. I know. I know. All that's right. Well, when we come back, Reverend Al Sharpton will be joining us. We're going to kick yes, up with Reverend, Reverend Al. Reverend Al has a new book out called Rise Up, A Country at a Crossroads. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk to him when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Reverend Al Sharpton, welcome. Good morning, Reverend Al. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be with y'all. You know, the Rev Rev just put out a new book called Rise Up, Confronting a Country at a Crossroads. After watching that uh, presidential debate last night, or as I like to call it, the presidential versus battle, it was a stand-up comedy special. 
We are definitely at a crossroads. What, what, what do those crossroads look like to you, Reverend? Now? Well, I mean, if you look at the fact uh, that for the last half century, we were fighting, struggling, trying to deal with issues like criminal justice, like voting rights, like reparations, uh, and in other silos of society, uh, gender equality, LGBTQ rights, everybody fighting in whatever it is that they had to deal with and making some incremental steps toward uh, a more sound uh, way of dealing with things. And then all of a sudden, you get the backlash. After eight years of a black president, Donald Trump rises up with the Bertha movement, becomes president of the United States, and tries to undo all of that, tries to stop Affordable Care Act. Uh, he tries to stop voter uh, participation by uh, ending all the lawsuits the Justice Department had about voter suppression methods like vote ID. He tried to, to stop affirmative action. He's stacking the courts. So America's at a crossroad, and we've got to decide whether we're going to rise up and fight back and continue the path that could lead us into empowerment or whether we're going to roll over and let them just go down this other path. This is a time in the age of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all of these cases we're fighting. It couldn't be more in your face than right now, whether you're going to rise up or whether you're just going to roll over. What did you think uh, of the what were your thoughts on both Joe Biden and Donald Trump? Did you think it was anything to benefit the people? I think that it was a debacle, not a debate. Uh, clearly, the, Donald Trump came there unprepared to really talk about anything. I think Biden wins by default, but I think he could have been stronger on the crime bill. Uh, I marched him in 94, the crime bill. He has now said that it was unintended consequences and that he uh, had overshot uh, the runway. Uh, I think he's a better choice than Trump, but that does not mean he shouldn't be held accountable. And I think he could have answered that stronger by saying, yes, I was wrong in 94 uh, to go as far as I did, but you support the crime bill now, Mr. Trump. You support stopping frisk now. I agree with you on um, on the Joe Biden stuff, but it's, it's interesting, though. Joe Biden has had years to apologize for that 94 crime bill. If he would have just apologized for that 94 crime bill years ago, he, it wouldn't be a vulnerable spot for Trump to use against him now. Exactly right. The, the thing I think people don't know, and is, is I write a lot about it in, the, in this book, is that people have to know where we are is based on where we've been. The struggle in the Democratic Party always, those of us that was trying to pull them to what they call the left, particularly on black issues, were always blocked by those that were more centrist, including black elected officials. When I ran for president, a lot of them didn't support me. When Reverend Jackson ran, they didn't support. In fact, they created a lot of these guys in the center to try and neutralize us. You said in Rise Up that the Democratic Party has failed the black community. So how do you convince brothers and sisters that this election, this will be the moment that Democrats finally show up for us? If we I show think that the way that you've got to convince them is you've got to say that I'm not selling you a bill of goods, that this is some uh, panacea, but that we're going to have to hold them accountable and we're going to put people in there with them that we're going to hold accountable. So, yeah, Joe Biden knows that we'll go after him and Kamala Harris knows that we're expecting her uh, uh, to also deal in a way that is accountable. So I saw the plan he puts out, lift every voice, Okay, but where are we going with other issues and hold you to that? 
Right, we're still talking to Reverend Al Sharpton now. How do we get black people excited to vote? Right? We've seen what happened last year where so many people didn't come out. But then we also seen what happened when Barack was running and we all came out. How do we get people excited to come out and vote this year? Well, when you look at the fact that uh, we're about to see somebody put on the Supreme Court that is written in judicial, uh, uh, in, in some of their legal writings, they want to end the affor- affordable care. If you look, 30 million people lose pre-existing conditions. That's something to get excited about because we're talking about our loved ones. When we look at the fact that they are not going to deal with any of the police cases, and they have said they're on the side of law and order. Trump said it the other night. They're on the side of law enforcement. So how do we uh, stand up as we all have for uh, for George Floyd, for Breonna Taylor, for Ahmed Aubrey and not excited about making sure we get a justice department that will be coming in. I don't, I think that we are looking for excitement from the wrong places. It's not about the politicians, it's about the policy. And if we deal with policy, then I think that we have our self-interest at, at hand. Why is Joe Biden such a terrible candidate? Like he, he's just not good at this, why? I think he's a regular Joe, uh, no pun intended. And I think that uh, he's a guy that his political uh, acumen is not based on mass charisma, it's based on he is a guy that knows how to get in the room and make things happen. We just need to make sure that he's going to make them happen for us. Right. Who indeed. What, what, what do you say to people who say we shouldn't critique Joe Biden right now? Like we have to support him because it feels like they're telling us to just shut up and vote like they tell athletes to shut up and dribble. No, I think that we've got to critique him. I think we've got to critique him and vote. I think that many of us would probably vote more if we would let the critique go down and say, okay, you hear me, I'm gonna do this, but I want you to know what my apprehension is. I don't think we should tell people don't critique him because I critiqued President Obama. And as you know, I had access to Obama. Me and Obama worked together, but I would question him. We get in the room and debate things out. I don't want anybody telling me to help them and I can't critique them. We are not looking for people to be our rulers. We're looking for people to be our way to address our situation. And I'm not even saying you're gonna do everything I like. I might want 10 things and get seven, but I gotta know I can get those seven. All right, we got more with Reverend Al. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Reverend Al. Charlemagne? Now, you named the book Rise Up. What's the best way for folks to rise up during these times? Do you do? Is it always through peaceful protests? Do you think people that are about a little, about some real, some more type of action, that's a little more aggressive? Is that the best way to rise up? What's the best way? I talk about it in the book. I mean, first of all, rise up. Uh, everybody needs to rise up wherever they can. It could be in your house, making sure everybody's registered to vote. It could be you going to town hall meeting. I give a whole uh, a chapter on these are various ways you can rise up. I come out of the nonviolent, peaceful uh, movement. Others come out of self-defense. I don't think our problem is each other. Our problem is who we're fighting. And I talk about that in the book, that these purists that act like if you don't do it my way, then you're wrong. As long as you're doing something that will lead to the empowerment and uplifting of our people, then you do you, I do me. There are different lanes on a highway. We don't all ride the same lane as long as we go into the same place. You know, you, you were alive during the, the civil rights era, Reverend Shaw, Reverend Al, even though you're a young man. Do you feel that same kind of shift now? Did it feel like the kind of crossroads we're at now, back then? 
there's nothing new. There was the same thing where the younger folk were questioning the old God. Don't forget the Freedom Riders that broke up segregation in the South, riding the bus that got beat John Lewis in them. Martin Luther King was not in charge of Freedom Riders. He never got on a bus. Martin Luther King was with a structured organization, Southern Christian Leadership Conference. There was the NAACP. There were organic movements in Mississippi, the 64 Freedom Summer. So all these people that are talking now like this is new. Oh, you got young folks doing this. You got whites doing this. You got the civil rights organizations doing that. Are people that don't know the history. They're too lazy to do the research. I've seen all this before. You got to remember, Charlemagne the God, we had Malcolm and Martin at the same time who had different tactics. At the same time. We had Martin Luther King in the South. We had Malcolm up North. We had Adam Clay Powell in Congress. We had Fannie Lou Hamer in Mississippi. We had Thurgood Marshall in the courts all at the same time. How do we get to the 21st century with social media and we can only have one Negro talk at a time? We have never been in that situation. So why are we letting people do that now? So if people want to do this, fine. If I want to bring 150,000 people to Washington nonviolently to stand up on legislation, fine. If somebody else wants to do something else, fine. Why do we have to get in each other's way when all of us are in the same situation? That's real. What, what, what do you say to these folks, man, who say things like, hey, don't let your president get your ass kicked. We are not our ancestors. How, how does that make you feel when they say we are not our ancestors? Well, we're here because of our ancestors. Why, why again, do you have to bite on your elders or your ancestors to make your point? No other race does that. Every race extols their ancestors and talk about their tradition, their holidays, and everything they do is erected around their the continuation of something. We have been taught not to continue something, to condemn our elders. And you know where that comes from? Slavery. The first thing they did to make sure they can enslave you is break the family up. So you don't know your daddy, you don't know your mama, they were sold to different states. Because if they can break up that connection, they can then name you after them, impose their values on them. We have got to get out of the slave mentality of fighting the generations ahead of us, but learning from them, improving on what they did, having our family debates and move on. We cannot have this where we don't put the family back together. That's what led to slavery. Right. Yeah, I think they discredit John Lewis and MLK Jr., other other peaceful people who, because they were nonviolent, but they acting like it wasn't other folks out there who would bust your ass back then. That was a debate then. It was all, That's why I said we had Malcolm and, and Dr. King at the same time, and they found a way to communicate and get together. We had the Panthers and, and John Lewis and, and Jesse Jackson at the same time. You so knew- call Michael. Yeah, Huey Newton, Stokely Carmichael, Rap Brown, Jesse Jackson, John Lewis were all around the same age, about a year of each other. It was never no one way, but they found a way not to be taking shots at each other. They would say, you do your thing, I do mine. I remember uh, that with Stokely Carmichael, a Kwame Toure was that changed name. He came to my headquarters when I got older. He said, I remember you as a kid under Jesse. And we talked about things. They had what they called operational unity. Now we have people that just, we spend more time, even our rappers, taking shots at each other rather than taking shots at the enemy. Maybe you're scared. I mean, let, let, let me ask y'all a question. Y'all are the experts there. How do you have young activists that's more angry at each other 
and nobody's questioning, Kanye, what are you really doing? What is this young uh, black sister that they got out there with the right wing? Why are y'all fighting among each other? You got enough people that you should be questioning. Mm-hmm. I get it. What, what is a latte liberal, Reverend? Latte liberal is these liberals that live in privileged spots, sit back sipping lattes, and dictate this is what we want. This is what is progressive. This is who should speak for us. They never engage. They don't get their hands dirty. They're not in the trenches. They don't know anything about what we really strive for. They speak for us and never speak to us. And we look at them as the great leaders of the progressive movement. They're progressive on everything but race. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question, Rev. Now, Donald Trump, you think if he if he loses, you think he will just walk out of that White House? Or you think we're going to have a problem? I think that Donald Trump's going to try every trick in the book to stay there. And I think that uh, if, if Biden and them do anything, they ought to be prepared on how they're going to remove him. Donald Trump is facing possible prosecution. He knows yeah. And he is not going, he's going to try everything in the courts. He's going to try everything in, in, in terms of those polls. And I would not be surprised if he didn't physically try to stay in that White House. But he's got to go. And and I think that the the preparation for that is something that they ought to prepare. What happens if Trump is reelected? If he's reelected, then we are going to face some very serious times. Uh, I think that that is why I've said, as we put out National Action Network's brigade, is that you've got to get everybody to vote, one, to deal with the presidency, but also the Senate. Suppose if they lose the White House to Trump but elect the Democrats to the Senate because there's about five to 15 seats that could flip. He can't do anything if there's a Democratic Senate and a Democratic Congress. So people have got to vote all the way down the ticket. That's why they need to rise up and deal with this stuff. All right, we got more with Reverend Al. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Reverend Al. Charlemagne? Do you believe black women are the true catalyst for change? I think black women are, are a true catalyst for change. I think black women, I think black youth, and I think strong black men. I write in the book about how uh, when Shirley Chisholm ran for president, and I was 18, I was one of her youth directors, and how black men would not support her. I'm talking about black leading men would not support her. We need to get out of this sexism and misogyny in our community. And I saw it firsthand from when I was a kid would be in the room with black older black preachers and, and black politicians that wouldn't support her just because she's a woman. Any man that's intimidated by a woman because she's a woman is not a real man. If a woman got to step down for you to step up, you don't have a step up in you. Yeah, that's so strange to me that we're afraid to let women lead, but yet we lean on our grandmothers and our mothers our whole lives. Like, they're they the CEOs, the foundations of our lives. So why wouldn't we let a sister lead? And they led us all our lives. I was raised by a single mother and, 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 and dealt with people like Miss Chisholm. I write about that in Rise Up. I, I write about Coretta Scott King help uh, to nurture me and my activism, uh, Dr. King's wife. So if we are nurtured by them, sheltered by them, that's why I could relate so to George Floyd when I did the eulogy at his funeral. He called for his mother. Yeah. And the thing that shocked me is that uh, I went out and led a, a vigil in Minneapolis at the best of the family. Then they asked me to come back and do the funeral. So when I got back and do the funeral, I said to Filonis, uh, and who is the brother of, uh, of George Floyd, and Ben Crump, 
uh, the lawyer who I call Attorney General of Black America, because he's really good. I said, I'd like to meet George's mother before I do the funeral. They said, his mother died. Okay. I said, his mother died? They said, yeah. I said, but he was calling for his mother when he was on the ground dying. And it hit me, that's how we were. If nothing else was there for us, you called for mama. And as he knew that he was at the point of death, he called for his mother who wasn't even there. We ended up burying him next to his mother in Houston. And I did the Camilla the Bible of the body. So how do we always know that about mama? Mm -hmm. But then we don't want our mama to lead us. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How, how can a black person in good conscience be a member of the Democratic or Republican Party, Reverend? I think that uh, if, you, if you're joining a party to use the party, then uh, I want to see what you produce. Mm -hmm. Most of them join to be used by the party. And that's why I think that uh, we, we part company. I've ride in a car to get where I'm going. I don't ride in a car and ask the car, tell me where you want to go. And you mentioned Kanye West earlier. Do you think Kanye West is a huge distraction for what people are really trying to do? I love Kanye. I think Kanye's music is great. But I don't understand how Kanye embraces Donald Trump, goes and puts a mega hat on in in uh, Oval Office. His politics over there. And that is not questioned. I, I've sat up with Charlemagne and the guard and you and talked about people that take shots at some of us, but none of them, I'm talking about hip hoppers now, has said anything to their fellow artists. What are you doing here? I'm not saying condemn them or not, but nobody's even raised the question. You, like, you take shots at your fathers and mothers, but you won't say to your fellow artists, what's up with this? Yeah, at least not publicly. You gotta condemn. You gotta condemn certain behavior publicly, and I don't think that's causing a beef between you and another person. It's just it's just checks and balances, right? You gotta keep people it's, honest. But not only is it checks and balances, you don't mind checking and balancing people like me or, or, or other leaders, so you can call us out even on songs. But you can't. With him, is is causing a beef. That is a slave break up the family mentality. I can take a swing at my father. But I can't take some of my brother, who's over there with Trump. Right. So basically, what you're saying is you need Jay Z to give Kanye some bars. Like yeah, he gave. I, I didn't say that. Now I'm saying all of them. I'm saying all of them. All I'm trying to do is let's be consistent here. That's all. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, a question: Do you think this is the the most important election in American history? This one right here. I think it's one of the most important. It's, it's certainly the most important in our lifetime. When you see a Supreme Court stack to take the little we got. I think it's the most important in our lifetime. Before we go, I just want to know, why, to put it bluntly, why are Democrats so Like when Joe Biden got asked the other day about um, stacking the Supreme Court, why couldn't he just answer the question? If I knew the answers why people did things, I'd be wiser than I am. All I'm saying is I got to use the car that's going to get me where I got to go, even if I think the car might have some tires that's going to give out before I get there. <laughs> They just, I just don't like the fact they're so soft. Like, they just allow themselves to be pushed over, and it seems like they don't stand for nothing. That's well, all I'm saying. You can't get no argument. I'm, I'm the guy that's always been fighting, and I'm going to keep fighting. But I also know that sometimes I got to use what I got to get what I want. James Brown told me that. There you go. Right. I apologize for using that word, do you, Rev? That didn't feel good when it came out. I couldn't think of no other word. It's soft. I've heard it before. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Reverend Al Rise Up, confronting the country at the crossroads is available everywhere you go get books right now, man. Rev, it's always a pleasure talking to you, my brother. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Y'all stay strong. Peace, right. King. Breakfast Club, good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, we got to congratulate Nicki Minaj. She is a first-time mom. She and husband Kenneth Petty have welcomed their new child to the world. Drop on the clues bonds for Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty. Uh, you know, in this day and age where the black maternal death rate is through the roof, it is always a beautiful thing to hear about a black woman um, successfully having a baby with no complications and still being here. That's right. Now, Nikki gave birth Wednesday in L.A. We don't know the baby's name or sex, but we just want to say congratulations. On a healthy, preg- on a healthy uh, delivery. That's right. That's it. Now, Salute to Nikki Minaj. Now, do you want some new Riri music? Are you ready for some Riri music? Who's Riri? Like Rihanna, Riri? Riri? man. Rihanna. Like Finny Beauty Riri? Yes, the artist. I don't care if, I don't care if Rihanna makes music, music or not. Rihanna's doing great out here in life. Well, she's finally giving us some information about her, her album, her ninth studio album, R9. She said, I just want to have fun with music. Everything is so heavy. The world we live in is a lot. It's overwhelming every single day. Now, she was talking to the Associated Press. She said, and with music, I'm using that as my outlet. I just want to have fun with that. She also says she's veering away from uh, genre-focused records for her new music era. She says, now it's more. What I do, I feel personally. What do I want to put out as an artist? How do I want to play with my art? How do I want to interpret that? How do I want to reimagine it? So they believe some new music is coming soon. Hey, ain't none of these no rumors, bro. These are just stories. That's what they are. Look, Angelie is out, and I'm just giving what they give me. They give me these stories. I'm just we gotta t- let's make the rumor report great again and actually report some rumors. Make up stuff like everybody else does. No, nah, we're not doing that. Now, uh, uh, Takashi- Rihanna, though, I actually um, I was I was on Fenty Beauty the other day. I was on the Fenty Face uh, Shade Finder, uh, trying to find out. my found, trying to find my foundation shade number. Okay, okay. plus fin- plus Fenty Face Essentials, handpicked for my skin tone. They have okay. a whole quiz. Have a whole quiz on FentyBeauty.com called the Fenty okay. Face Shade Finder. Yes. All right. Well, let me find out. I mean, the shade looks good on you this morning. I can tell you did a little on your nose this morning. It looks pretty no, good on no, you. No, no, no foundation this morning. It's all me, baby. Mm-hmm. Dr. Natasha Sandy, my dermatologist. No foundation this morning. Don't do me like that. Now, lastly, Takashi 69 reportedly hospitalized in Florida following caffeine and hydro hydro. What is it? Hydroxy cut? Is that what it's called? Hydroxy cuts? I- Hydroxy cut, yeah, that's the weight loss, uh, the weight loss pills, fat burners. Exactly. Well, he was looking to get in shape. He says when he got out of jail, he weighed uh, over two hundred pounds. So he was, I guess, taking these hydroxy cut pills and some type of caffeine, some powerful diet pills, and it effed him up. And he was in the hospital for two days. Man, just leave the country and go get your body done, like all the other chicks. What's wrong with you, six nine? You ain't on probation no more. I guess because you can't travel, right? Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think he could travel out of the U.S. I mean, but if he wanted to, he could get a liposuction in the states, right? And how many rat poison jokes did we see online yesterday? I'm sure it was a million of them. <laughs> I'm joking. It's only know. imagine. I Let's don't go get your know. body done, I man. You're two. You're you're twenty something years old and you're two hundred pounds. You can lose that by just eating right and running, bro. Right. By so the way, he went quiet. He went quiet after his album flop. How many yeah, records they he said sold? He- like fifty-five thousand. 30,000, something like that. They said he lost, He wanted to lose some weight. He said he was looking big, and before he got back online, he wanted to lose weight. He lost 25 pounds and wanted to lose another 25. I guess that's why he was taking those pills. 
Uh, but you take those pills, they're not going to, you still got to work out. You're like, you still got to train. You, like, there's no I easy tell, way for anything. Nope. And I tell 6ix9ine one thing. Um, if, if he don't sell no records, he's going to lose about 600 pounds because all them security guards are going to be gone because you ain't going to be able to feed them. All right? I'm telling you that right now. So if you want to lose weight fast, keep doing what you're doing and not selling no records because that, that security going to be gone. It's about 600 pounds immediately lost. All right. Well, he spoke to academics and he said now that he's out the hospital, he's going to get back to exercise. And he finally real, realizes he needs a trainer and not no CVS products. You better save your money. All right. You better start running around whatever little neighborhood you live in because you ain't being you can't do no shows and you only sold like 30, 40,000 records. All right. That money is about to be low, 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 low. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, there is a woman named Deanne Lorraine. You know, uh, she actually she actually came for Nicki Minaj yesterday, and I think we need to have a little petty party for her. <laughs> a petty party! Nicki Petty! What's wrong with you, Nikki bitch? Petty. <laughs> ah! We're going to have a petty party. Yes. All right. We'll get into that next donkey. Today is next. It don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's Angela Yee, and the General Insurance is making it easy to get the auto coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Get a personal quote in two minutes and drive off with insurance in 10. Give them a call at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ask Jungleman. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed place. So like a donkey. Yeehaw, okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Donkey of the day for Friday, October 2nd, goes to Deanna Lorraine. Now, do you know who Deanna Lorraine is? Good, me neither. But her bio says she ran for election to the U.S. House to represent California's 12th congressional district. Uh, She lost in the primary election on March 3rd, 2020. Her congressional campaign website described her as a YouTube host, conservative political commentator, and author of a book, Making Love Great Again, and host of her show, Winning the Culture War, with Deanna Lorraine. Her professional experience includes working as a self-employed life and relationship coach and as a manager in marketing and PR. Yeah, man. Never heard of her. Okay? I just know she seems to get attention from time to time trolling rappers. Uh, A couple weeks ago, she came at Cardi B and said that the world needs less Cardi B and more Melania Trump. Cardi B responded to Deanna and said very eloquently, didn't she, as in Melania, used to sell that WAP? Drop on the clues, bounce for Cardi B. And and this morning, well, actually last night, her tweets were interesting. Uh, Before we get to why she's getting donkey today this morning, let me read you a couple of these. Uh, Last night, six hours ago, she tweeted, our president was able to destroy Joe Biden in that debate while having COVID. The man is a machine. No, Conway is a machine. And she said, praying for you at real Donald Trump. Hashtag Trump has COVID. Then two hours ago, she tweeted, I'm just going to say what we're all thinking. Trump was fine until the debate where they set up microphones and podiums for him. Incubation period is usually two to three days. He tests positive a couple days after the debate. I put nothing past the left. Nothing. Hashtag Trump has COVID. Who the hell's thinking that? Nobody's thinking that. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact Trump said COVID was a hoax. He doesn't wear a mask. He's always attending large gatherings. And his aide, Hope Hicks, caught COVID. None of that could possibly lead to him having COVID. Just blame it on the Democrats. 
setting him up at the goddamn debate. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, just painting the picture for the type of person Deanna seems to be. Attention is what she wants, so attention is what she shall receive. Now, yesterday, October 1st at 3.11 p.m., in a now-deleted tweet, Deanna Lorraine said, and I quote, Nicki Minaj just had a child. Poor kid. That's it. That's the tweet. The petties, Nicki Minaj and Kenneth, if you're just, uh, just joining us, welcome to Child Yesterday. Congratulations to them. In an era where the black maternal death rate is through the roof, I am always pleased when black babies are brought into this world and everybody is healthy and alive after the fact, so salute to the petties. I just don't understand how there are people on this planet that are so evil that a child can be brought into this world and for nothing more than attention, likes and retweets and press. Somebody like Deanna Lorraine would tweet out, poor kid, now, last time that I checked, Nicki Minaj had a net worth of $100 million. In fact, she's the first female rapper to ever earn $100 million. I know money isn't the end-all, be-all. There are kids born to rich people with poor character every day. But what has Nicki Minaj ever done to warrant this wicked witch of the West, Deanna Lorraine, to say anything less than congratulations in regards to her new child? Okay? Deanna, didn't your mama ever tell you that if you don't got nothing nice to say, then shut the F up forever? Like, why all the foul stuff we see your president say and do have you never once uttered the words, poor Baron, poor Ivanka, poor Donald, poor Eric? I don't even know if those are Trump's kids' names. It isn't Eric, right? It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. The point is, how can you have a book called Making Love Great Again when you clearly don't have any love in your heart? If you want to make love great again, start with yourself. I can look at your Twitter timeline and tell that you are a hurt human. You are a walking wound. Only a walking wound would tweet out some nonsense like this about a black woman who just had a baby, a baby that is worth more than you right now. <laughs> now, I noticed you deleted the tweet because those damn bobs, bobs, I know we have had a complicated relationship over the years, but I have always appreciated the bobs petty. I, I, I really do. And today we need to have a petty party, bobs. It's almost like a celebration for the petties. Okay, Nikki, Kenneth in the new seed. Barb's. Deanna's Instagram is Deanna for Congress. I repeat, her Instagram is Deanna for Congress. That's D-E-A-N-N-A-F-O-R-C-O-N-G-R-E-S-S. That's her Instagram. It's time for a petty party on behalf of the petties, okay? You made her delete her tweet yesterday, but you can do better. I've seen you do better, Bobs. I've seen you do better than that. Okay, I think if you, Bobs, put your mind to it, you could make her put her Instagram on private. I, I really do. You got mm -hmm. all weekend. No rush. Just focus. See, after Deanna, there was another guy named Dean Browning. He tweeted, Nicki Minaj is giving birth to a child today. If it is a girl, I pray it does not turn out like her mother. If it is a boy, I pray it does not turn out like his father. Bless that child. They will need a lot of moral guidance. Wow. Jeez. His Twitter, his Twitter at Dean Browning, PA. Now, mind you, these are people running for political office, if I'm not mistaken. Dan Browning, I mean, Dean Browning is a Republican politician in Pennsylvania attempting to run for Congress. I don't know why all of these people that are attempting to run for Congress are coming for Nikki, are just coming for black female rappers the way that they do. But at Dean Browning, PA on Twitter is his name. And what you bobs need to know is he was influenced to tweet that because Deanna did it. All I'm saying to y'all, Bob, this is all Uncle Charlotte is saying. If you don't make a real social media example out of somebody, then they're going to keep trying Nikki and her new baby. So y'all got to protect the petties by being petty, okay? Her Instagram is Deanna for Congress, but you ain't get that from me. D 
D-E-A-N-N-A-F-O-R-C-O-N-G-R-E-S-S. Deanna for Congress on Instagram. And the guy on Twitter, that's at Dean Browning, P-A. D-E-A-N-B-R-O-W-N-I-N-G-P-A. That's on Twitter. Hey, Bobs, y'all got work to do. React accordingly. So on Monday, I can come in here and say, Deanna Lorraine was the pinata at the Bob social media petty party this weekend. Poor kid. Please let Chelsea Handler give Deanna Lorraine the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. That is way too much Dan Mayonnaise. Damn, the mayonnaise was the mayonnaise was heavy in that one. Yeah. Now come on, Bobs. I know you can do this, Bobs. Hey. I need the Bobs to get busy this week. They this got weekend, the memo. Please. Yeah. They got the memo. All right. Them white folks, the same energy y'all be giving us when we got something to say about Nikki. <laughs> All right? Absolutely. All right. Now, when we come back, let's talk about your president, Donald Trump and his wife. They have coronavirus. You think it's a hoax? Allegedly. You they really got it? Let's talk no, about I it. Don't. 800 585 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Donald Trump, all right? Now, it came out yesterday that uh, him and his wife have coronavirus. So we're asking, do you think it's real? Do you think it's a hoax? Do you think he really has the coronavirus? You want to start with me? 800-585-1051. Let's start with you. Uh, I, I don't believe it. Uh, sadly, Donald Trump would have to pass away from coronavirus to make me believe he had COVID. Uh, God forbid that happens because I don't wish death on anyone. But I think this is all a stunt. I feel this is just his way to change the headlines in regards to not condemning white supremacy. This gives him a reason to not campaign for 14 days, stay out of the press, keep the bad headlines down, not show up for the next debate. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think this could all be a stunt to make one of those value menu vaccines they rushing out look safe he'll take it on national tv all of a sudden be well and give the illusion to the american public that the vaccine is safe he'll look like a hero because he's one of the first to try it millions of people line up to get it and boom microchip implants for all of y'all you know and i've been thinking about this all morning long and i have to agree with you a little bit not the microchips part but the part where i don't necessarily believe he has it but Think about it. Let's say he says he has it. He goes on national television. He acts like he takes the vaccine. He gets healed. He's okay. And now he looks like the hero. He looks like the guy, hey, I'm the one that rushed this vaccine. I'm the one that got this vaccine pushed through. You need to vote for me because I care more about you than Joe Biden. So, yes, I think it's a hoax. I don't necessarily think he has coronavirus. Now, now my homie, uh, Stephanie Young. Stephanie is a, a, a black woman that I, I highly respect and listen to often. She left mm-hmm. a comment on my Instagram and told me, no, let's not spread this. COVID is real. He has it. She has it. And this proves that he has failed to address this issue, mocked all the science and doctor's recommendations. 200,000 people are dead. Him getting COVID proves all his actions and the resistance to the truth were what we knew all along. He was wrong and he has failed. And now his selfishness has endangered us all. I First of all, let me say, I totally agree with Stephanie. Okay? Stephanie Young, totally agree with her. If Trump and Melania really have COVID, they earned it. But... My reply to Queen Stephanie Young would be, 
COVID is definitely real, but it's just hard to believe that as much as this administration lies and has tried to downplay the threat of COVID, that now all of a sudden he would have it. It feels like an October surprise. And if he does really have it and survives it, we really in trouble because then Trump can push the narrative that 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 99 of cases are totally harmless he's been trying to push that narrative already but if he gets it and survives it at his age and his size see that's the thing that y'all not taking into consideration either what's that if trump survives he can Mm -hmm. really push the narrative that is harmless because he has two important risk factors for covid complication he's 74 74 and he's 244 pounds He's overweight. He's, and, he's all and bad butt hair. and gut. Right. All, all butt, butt and, gut. and gut. His body math index is over 30, right? So at just his age, his hospital hospitalization odds are five times higher than young males in the 20s. And his mortality mm. uh rate is 90 times higher. Now you, he's you mentioned 244 pounds. Now you mentioned October surprise. For so people out there that don't know what the quote unquote October surprise is, tell them what the October surprise is. <laughs> Why you sound like that? It's not nothing kinky. You you can't make it kinky, bro. <laughs> well, um, in, in, in American political jargon, an October surprise is a news event deliberately created or timed to influence the outcome of an election, particularly one for the U.S. presidency, or sometimes an event occurring spontaneously that has the same effect. So that's that's what this feels like to me. It feels like an October uh, surprise. And I mean, if you Google, there's so many of them. I'll give you the, the last one that we probably can remember. Let's see. Let's see what the October surprise was in Clinton versus Had Trump. Had to be oh. with Hillary. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a recording from 2005 was released on October 7th in which Republican Party nominee Donald Trump used explicit language and claimed when you're a star, they let you do it. You could do anything. Grab them by the, you know, pajamas. Yeah. Yes, yes, right. yes. That was the October surprise. Oh, okay. and then the same day, WikiLeaks began a two-month campaign of releasing emails and experts from the account of John Podesta, and they shed a negative light on Democratic Party nominee Hillary Clinton. So those were the two October surprises. The recent uh, ones. Yeah, back in 2016. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the phone line. Let's hear from the people. Hello, who's this? Mm-hmm. Good morning. Hey, what's your name? You can hear me? I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, we can hear you now. Put the new part oh, down and sorry. talk to us. I'm sorry, guys. in black and mobs so early in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Listen, right, but okay. this is Big Auntie from North, and I just want to say that I do not believe Donald Trump is has a COVID. I believe this is a ploy to delay the election. On the news, they're talking about, oh, this could be so bad for a president because no one has ever been sick like this. I just don't believe it. It's a ploy, and we need to wake up. There are so many people, including our black people, who support this man. He's a horrible person. How could you? How could you? If you yeah, have and babies, sad. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't think they. I don't think they'll delay the election. But I mean, it's sad that we live in a, a era where, if our president does have corona, he got to die in order for us to believe it. That's the only way I would believe it. I'm being honest with you. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That's it. Well, thank you for calling. You be safe out there at, at work I in Newark, all right? I love you guys. We I'm love so you back. I'm so proud of you all. Keep growing. God bless you both. Thank you so much. 800-585-1051. Now, it came out yesterday that your president, Donald Trump, has coronavirus, him and his wife. So what are your thoughts? Is it real? Is it fake? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, we did. Morning, everybody. Yeah. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about... Your president, Donald Trump. What about I, 
800-585-1051. We're asking, all right, now, do you think he has coronavirus? This is Charlamagne the God, Lenard McKelvey talking, I don't believe it. Uh, Donald Trump would have to die from complications of COVID in order for me to believe it. And God forbid that happens because I don't wish death on nobody. And uh, as I told y'all earlier, if he survives coronavirus because he really has it, he can really push the narrative that 99% of cases are totally harm- harmless because Trump has two important risk factors for COVID complications. He's 74 and he's 244 pounds. He's all butt and gut. Okay. His mortality chances are 90 times higher than young males in their 20s. So if he has it and survives it, boy, he really going to push that narrative that 99% of cases are totally harmless. But I really think this is just all a ploy for him to look like a hero and be one of the first people to take those value menu vaccines. And then he's going to have all of y'all lining up to take that goddamn vaccine. And next thing you know, you're going to have a microchip in your ass. Or you or anyway, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? My name is Dennis. Hey, Dennis, we're talking hey, Dennis. Donald Trump. We're asking, do you believe that he really has uh, coronavirus or do you think it's all a hoax? I think it's uh, very true. I think that being the fact that they are always around people and so much, it's uh, nothing but the truth. You think it's the truth? Yes. I, okay. I wouldn't doubt that either. Listen, I mean, you know, it, 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 if he got it, he earned it. You know, denying the science, not wearing a mask, always having these large rallies, being around a whole lot of people. So if he got it, he earned it. But I'm telling you, in order for me to believe it, he's got to pass away. God forbid. That's the only way I would believe it. Let's see what the Lord has in store for us. Let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? This is Jamal. What's happening? Jamal, good morning, brother. What's happening, King? Yeah, what's going on, fellas? Uh, yeah, he put that out there way too easy, man. Just out of nowhere, just randomly too, right after the white supremacist talk. So, no, nah, I don't think he got no corona. Like he usually has stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I can. I can't see somebody who lies the way he lies and who has downplayed coronavirus the way he has would actually come out and admit me, my wife, my aide, whole pigs, all of us have it. Like I just don't see that. That's just, that's just, that's, that's so not him. Right. All right. Let's go to one more caller. Hello. Who's this? Enzo. Enzo. Good morning, man. Enzo. What's happening? Good morning. I'd like to say good rise into the breakfast club. It's a, pre- it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you Thank so you, much. Um, you, now, brother. Basically, talk- check this out. The, I think that the whole coronavirus thing is a ploy for his, from his political team to try to do some damage control on this man. Because before the, this happened, they were talking about the debate. They were talking about taxes. And up to recently, Melania Trump's leaked tableware. Now, all of a sudden, he got coronavirus. Well, that's all they're yep. talking about. They can keep yep. him locked up to some extent so he can't do or say anything crazy. I mean, unless they don't take his phone away. But if you ask me, that's what it is. You know, he's going to go into quarantine. That means they're going to keep him locked up for a while. He can't do anything crazy. And that's all they're going to talk about. And then everything else goes away. I agree. I, I, that's, that's what I said. I feel like this is just his way to change the headlines. In regards to him not condemning white supremacy and all the other negative press that he's gotten, the taxes, all of that stuff, man. It it gives him a reason to not campaign for 14 days, stay out of the press, keep the headlines down before the election. Now he's changed the narrative altogether. And all that goes away, but we can't let it go away. We still got to bring that up, keep him counting. What about this? What about that? Yeah, he's on on quarantine, but what about this? What about that? Just keep bringing it up. And God knows what he'll do if he's there tweeting because he's bored because he can't read a book, you know? <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, bro. What's the moral of the story if there's a moral? 
The moral of the story is Donald Trump would have to die, God forbid, from complications of COVID in order for me to believe that he actually has it. All right? That man is 74 years old and 244 pounds. He is all butt and gut. Okay, and if he survives this, we're going to have hell on our hands because he can really push the narrative that 99% of cases are totally harmless. But, you know, I don't I don't believe any of this. I really just feel like this is a ploy to change the headlines or it's a ploy to you know, get y'all to line up to take that goddamn value menu vaccine that they're going to be rolling out because he's going to be the first person to act like he's taking it and be the hero. And next thing you know, all of y'all going to have microchips in y'all booties right in time for Christmas. My goodness. All right, well. When we come back, we got your rumor report. It's Friday, so it's New Music Fridays. We'll tell you uh, what artists drop some new music. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. A lot of new music is out today. We start off with 21 Savage. Him and Metro Boomin have a new album. It's called Savage Mode 2. Now, I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, but let's play a snippet off the album. This one's featuring Drake. I'ma slide anytime you want. Put you in Chanel, I'ma teach you how to stand. Slip and slide like a waterfall. You need some TLC, we can creep if you want. Hey, turn your phone off. Take your clothes off. I'm a savage, but I fuck it to a slow song. Turn the lights down. Lay the f*** down. I ain't Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now, turn on. Turn your phone off, take your clothes off. I'm a sad, but I put to a slow song. Said the nail lady went and did her toes wrong. Said the last man was always playing Drake songs. And that was Mr. Right Now featuring Drake. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. I'm a 21 Savage uh, supporter, though. I like 21 Savage a lot. I think, first of all, I think he's a dope rapper, but I think he's a dope human. I really enjoyed his uh his conversation with the Big Facts podcast, DJ Scream and Big Banks yesterday. Drop on the clues bombs for the Big Facts podcast. And Baby Jade, Baby Jade, I see you too. I, I really enjoyed that conversation y'all had with uh, 21 yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was giving out some free jewelry in that in that, that conversation. Yep, and also YG released a new album. It's called My Life 400. He says that uh, the album is highly influenced by Tupac. So let's hear a snippet off of that. I hit it in the back of the biz, oh. Won't play a game with you know the tendo. I hit the spot, make a tick go. YG 400, he a nympho. I like real with dimpo. She got probably a little hottie till you in, O. I take it slow, I go gento. Baby, like a mole when it's lit, though. I like when shorty get mento. Real free, she a sad, I'm a Scorpio. When I dip, when I glide, it's nice. And she know I stretch out like limo. And you know I got a fetish for them toes. And I need them right now, what you waiting for? And that was Rodeo featuring Chris Brown and Tiger. Now, I, heard, I haven't heard YG's new album yet either. I'm going to get to get to all that this weekend. And also, shout to the homie Jeezy. Jeezy released a new record today featuring Yo Gotti. It's called Back. This hit I'm irrelevant. It ain't nowhere in here. I left the hood, but I got it on my back. On my back. Ask Gotti, yeah, I got it on my back. Took a trip by the town when I got him by the back. Mr. El Chapo on the ground, now I'm back. Ask Snowden, get it on my back. Ask Snowden, get it on my back. Who want to load? Got him in the back. We sell them holes and you can't return them back. All right, so that's some new music, so definitely check it out. And don't forget Bryson Tillis' album, The Anniversary, is out as well. Now, uh, Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, I guess they really just don't F with each other. So Kyrie Irving was asked about taking the last shot at a game, and this is what he said. Ten seconds left. One-point game. Who's shooting? You you were Kyrie, KD? Depends on who's hot. I don't see it as, that, as anything other than that, like, one three pick and roll or it's an ISO for either one of us or it's something 
great for our our team. I'm one thing I'm I've always been comfortable with is you know I felt like I was the best option on every team I played for. You know down the stretch, this is the first time in my career where I could look down and be like, that motherfucker make that shot too. That was kind of a shot at LeBron. Um, I respect Kyrie, and um, you know he did have the biggest shot in Game Seven of the NBA Finals that basically won. The, the the Cleveland Cavaliers, that championship. But, I mean, also LeBron on the defensive end with that block on Andre Iguodala. But, you know, it's just kind of weird because Kyrie doesn't really have the consistency to have that conversation. Because he's hurt a lot. You know what I'm saying? And he's great. Don't get me wrong. When Kyrie Irving is on the court, he's great. Best one but, of the best ball handlers in the league, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's a, that's a weird statement to make when, when you've played with the greatest basketball player this era. Right. So, well, LeBron had this to say in return. And if there's any way that, you know, he has an influence on you on the basketball court. Um, we, we're not jealous of each other. I think that's the best thing. In professional sports, you have guys that join forces. Two, you know, call them alpha males. Two guys that's been dominated specific sport on their own respective teams. Do they follow each other on social media is the big question. I don't know, but then Kyrie That's said this I, after. Why must it always be brother against brother? If I'm addressing anyone, I'll say their name. Come on, y'all. Don't listen to the false narratives. Let people live their lives. It's just a game. Because we live in a click-based society, it becomes something bigger. I'm not going to let it put me against anybody anymore at any point because that's not what it's about. Kyrie's right, too. But Kyrie has to know when he makes a statement like that, people are going to bring that back to his days in Cleveland with LeBron James. That's the first thing people are going to think, Kyrie. You played with the greatest basketball player of this era, LeBron James. Like, who's actually in, who's playing in his 10th NBA Finals, by the way. And LeBron does follow uh, Kyrie Irving. Let me see. I don't know and if Kyrie I'm, follows LeBron, though. And, 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 and another reason that's a wild statement is simply because LeBron James has literally taken every team he's played with to the NBA championship. Yeah. And won. And he's about to do it again with the Lakers. He's definitely so about it's to just do it again a weird, it's just a, it's just a weird statement to make when you've played with LeBron James. I don't know. But that, not, I don't know, man. Look, Kyrie right, probably well, is a better closer than LeBron, but I don't know if he's been on the court in enough big moments to prove it. That's what the hell I was trying to say this whole time. All right. Literally all that right. one statement. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now, uh, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. You can get your request in 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's Angela Yee, and the General Insurance is making it easy to get the auto coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Get a personal quote in two minutes and drive off with insurance in 10. Give them a call at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, this weekend, Charlamagne and I are going to the game. What game are we going to? The Lakers-Miami Heat. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. They got us sitting courtside, virtually. That's right. I heard they're going to try to put us on the kiss cam, the virtual what? kiss cam. So that's when you got to lean wrong over. With you, man? You got to lean over you, into the next person's frame Yo, and plant your here, lips. Man. Kiss What's the air, but I'll really be kissing 
Envy's cheek. Yo, you got fantasies, man. So game three is Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Yes, we will be there live sitting courtside. Shout to NBA Michelob and Ultra Courtside. Shout to NBA Michelob Ultra. They'll have us uh, courtside in the virtual seat Sunday night. And, of course, shout to our Miami fan, 103.5 The Beat. So we will be sitting courtside for Sunday's game. So look out for us. Screenshot us. And uh, if Charlemagne tries to kiss me, I am going to Human Resources. And I mean, I got to go get a haircut. We're going to be on goddamn... <laughs> Evie, I'm serious. I had no plans on getting a haircut this weekend, but I Damn guess I gotta go get a goddamn haircut because I can't be sitting in the house uh, with a hat on watching the game. All right, but I can't well, let this hairline show on TV either. But when we come back, we got a positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Reverend Al for joining us this morning. Salute to Reverend Al. He's got a new book out right now called Rise Up, A Country at a Crossroads. All right. Well, you got a positive note for the people? Yes, man. The positive note is simply this. I know it's a Friday. We're going into the weekend. It's a new month. I just want to tell everybody out there, eventually you will end up where you need to be with who you're meant to be with and doing what you should be doing. Keep Breakfast pushing. Club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done?